Today's episode is brought to you by Whoop. Whoop is a fitness tracker that provides daily insight into your recovery, your strain, and your sleep. You might have seen it on the wrist of Rory as he won the Tour Championship or other Tour players. I had to find out more, so I reached out, got my own band, talked to some of the folks at Whoop, and I was blown away. And then, lucky enough, they wanted to support and sponsor the podcast and let more folks know about it as well. Here are the three things you need to know. There's three metrics, strain, recovery, and sleep. Strain is for those that are looking to track more than just steps. Track how strenuous your day is from start to finish. And this is key, get insight into how much you exert yourself during training. The second one is recovery. That is so you can get daily insight into how ready your body is to perform by looking at some biometrics such as heart rate variability, resting heart rate, and sleep performance. The last one is sleep. It's all about optimizing the way that you sleep by getting target sleep times based on how strenuous your day was and your performance goals. You can monitor your sleep stages, cycles, time in bed, actual sleep, sleep efficiency, and so much more. And, you know, the best players in the world are paying attention to this, as we found out from the Whoop CEO, Will Ahmed. You know, Justin Thomas was telling me how obsessed he is with sleep. This is a guy who will just get up in the middle of dinner to go to bed if he feels like he's not going to bed at the appropriate time because he knows that he has to get a certain number of hours of sleep in order to feel that recovered, in order to feel, you know, peak on the day of the tournament or, you know, even on the weekends, right? Uh, He was saying that he actually had a green recovery on the Sunday of leading the BMW tournament. I think that's pretty cool, right? You know, normally when you're leading the tournament, you're going to feel an additional level of stress. In his case, it was the opposite because he's figured out ways to to train his body and, and to use Whoop. Definitely check this out and learn more about Whoop. It's W-H-O-O-P dot com. Use the code G-S-L for 15% off your membership. That is G-S-L. Definitely go check out Whoop dot com. You are listening to the Golf Science Lab podcast. My name is Cordy Walker, and I'm on a mission to figure out how to improve the way that we learn and get better at golf. I've been able to travel all over the world talking with leaders in the industry, from instructors to researchers to golfers themselves, learning how they're getting better at golf and what that means for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Golf Science Lab podcast. Today, we have a special special segment. Maybe we'll make it a recurring segment, but it's kind of a, a product review slash gear dive. Today, we're talking with Andrew Chung. He is the founder of Sense Golf Grips. That's S-E-N-S-E Golf Grips. And he sent me over the script a little while ago, and unfortunately, it took me far too long to put it on my grip because I've actually really enjoyed it on my putter. And here's the concept. Let me paint a picture. It's simply like a rectangle. They have a rectangle model and a square which you put on your putter and you line it up so it is the same as your putter face. And the cool thing is you get this really practical awareness of where your putter is pointed because it's a it's a rectangle or it's a square on your off grip. It's what your hands are holding and that is pointed at the same place that your putter face is. So I've enjoyed this putter the past couple of weeks. It's made its way into my bag and I've been using it. I like it. And, uh, you know, just uh, around here, I've been showing it to folks and it's made sense to everybody that I've showed it to. I had, had, you know, had people hit some putts. They've liked it. And so I thought, hey, this is this is kind of interesting. Let's talk about it with Andrew and just hear what this thing is all about. That's what this conversation is. Hope that you enjoy it. If you want to hear more gear dives slash product reviews like this, let me know. Twitter, 
at Cordy Walker at Golf Science Lab or Instagram at Golf Science Lab. Love to hear more. All right, let's get into it. My background's actually in engineering, but like you and and everybody else, as golf is my I love golf. And I think one of the things that I really fell in love with in golf is putting. And being an engineer, I tried to see different ways to make putting more enjoyable or science behind it. And I couldn't really find any. There were components of what our grip is all about, but it takes so long to do. And coming up with this, I just thought that it was a great thing that can help out people feel different things on the putter. And we just came up with it. Talk us through all the different like aspects of, of the putter first, all these different things you had to figure out. So first is obviously the shape, right? Like where did that come from? The shape is actually when I got fitted for a putter and I just thought the most important thing was starting your ball online, your intended line. And being that you don't hit your intended line, no matter how good the speed is, it's never going to go in. So I felt that having face awareness on impact and everything, it has to be as much as you can. And having really round grips from one extreme to another, real round grip, a circular grip versus a square grip or whatever it is, I thought that having straight edges just gives the person their athletic ability to adjust to whatever it is that they're accomplishing. So like in tennis, no rackets are round in terms of the grip because you'll never know where that racket is pointed. If you have a ping pong, there's always a flat side that you know where that face is pointed. But any any sport pretty much, you know, that uses rackets in any type of like hockey or anything, they're all in that shape. And I felt that golf could need use that because it's already hard enough. And on the putting green, I think we could get all the help we can. And face awareness is one of the key things that I thought was needed in, in putter grips. And that's why our shape is so, so predominantly flat on every side. So that's how we got to the shape because I feel personally feel that customers pick putters based on feel and look. When you go to a golf store, people pick up a putter that looks good to them, not knowing, you know, if it's going to feel good or how it's going to perform, not getting fitted. You know, it's just, they pick up a putter that looks good. Our product, which uh, will actually help change the feel of the putter because of the center of gravity, not doing swing weight scale, but center of gravity, you could actually change your center of gravity of the putter and make it feel how you want it to feel. So that's how we came up with the, the saw system at the same time, is we could change the center of gravity of the putter by adding, subtracting, adjusting the weight location of where it is. So that's how we came up with it, Cordy. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely attest to that of changing the feel of a putter, that's for sure. The putter that I put it on completely changed the, changed the feel. Kind of the next component I want to talk about is the texture or the rubber. I'm, I'm not sure what, what it is that you use on, on the grip, but like oh, it's, got yeah. a, it's got a unique kind of feel. How, how did you come up with that? Oh, first, we I'm a guy that uh, never liked the synthetic leather feel. 
and the way it looks through time. It just gets dirty, and it's just I just didn't like the feel of it in terms of uh, going from let's say your wedges, your your driver. It's always been more of a I'm a rubber type of guy, so I wanted to maintain a rubber feel through this, but it also makes it a little heavier than usual. And uh, but the feel of it, I'm I'm just in love with the feel of the rubber. And we are kind of there are some some well we're making a prototype for justin rose and it had to be a certain weight and we couldn't use our rubber because of the the density of the product so we we went to a pu leather just tried out for him to see how he likes he likes the weight and because there's no other product that can make it lighter in terms of we use different types of compounds, silicone, from silicone to rubber, and we we actually came down to the feel of this one. Pretty durable. Nice. Last kind of component, which I'm curious about, is the weighting system. You can put different weights in there and all that kind of stuff. Walk us through that. Okay. We have a carbon fiber rod that goes straight down the middle of the shaft with Rubber dampeners. The dampeners actually help the feel of the putter as well on strikes because harmonics coming from a steel shaft going all the way up to the hands will feel different versus something that's actually taking that vibration out of the steel shaft or any shaft, pretty much. It just changes the feel of the putter. It does make it solid, a lot more solid off the face because of these dampeners, but waiting of this is what we found is if you that's why we have a little video that we're making that the weight you try yourself put the weight all the way to closest to the putter head put a few times and then adjust the weight put it all the way to the back of the grip put a few times and then put that weight the 30 gram weight to where your dominant hand would be and it's just somebody can feel how which part they like. And if they want a little bit more feeling of the head weight, that they feel that the weight is gone, then they put it past their dominant hand. And it's a little bit more head heavy, would you say? You know, um, So it's just a matter of finding that right location for you. But we did find that all putter shafts are different in inner diameter. And that's the important key is like, you do have to find, uh, cut that carbon fiber rod like take, for example, Circle T putters are always thinner in diameter. And you really have to cut that carbon fiber rod like you would cut um, any graphite shaft. Just cut it and then adjust it to the length of the inner diameter of your shaft. But yeah, then they can move move it around and go wherever they they prefer. Everybody has a different feel. I haven't played around with it myself, to be honest. The waiting, just put them uh-huh. all in there and uh, I've just been going with it. Like, what would your suggestion be for figuring out, you know, the best setup for you? Have you seen anything work well? Or Yeah, a lot more people are actually liking the fact where your dominant hand is. If you want to feel a little bit more of the head weight, then you would kind of push it past your dominant hand towards the putter head and it will give you a feeling that it's heavier down below your dominant hand. And you don't like it there because it wobbles. I'm not sure if you 
come up with a putter where you pick it up and you start the backswing and it kind of wobbles back and then you just kind of go faster on the through swing so you don't get that same wobble on the backswing. That is a type of where our product will shine because if it wobbles, this weighting system, you just try have to find it where it doesn't make your uh, that putter wobble through the backswing and it just kind of smooths it out. And so it's just a trial and error kind of deal where first you start it closest to the putter head and then go back to the butt end of the grip and then you put it into the your dominant hand and you'll kind of know where you like it. Interesting. And then you adjust from there. Very cool. I'll have to go through that process here a little bit and, and find out and, and play around with that. Because I, I would say like the waiting is, is just so powerful, like the change in the feel. It can really take a putter that, you know, might not be your favorite and turn into something you love. Or it could take a putter that you visually like the look of, but it just doesn't feel right and, and change that feel completely. Correct. And that's the one thing I really love about our product is that you do, like you said, if you'd like the look of a putter, but don't necessarily like the feel, you can actually change that right away and make it to what you feel is right for you. Absolutely. So we've got the rectangular and square shape and we got the weighting. For me, they both make a huge difference. Maybe the square is a little bit, or the rectangle shape is a little bit more um, impactful. But I mean, both of those kind of features that you've hit on are are super powerful. Yeah, they are. I mean, in terms of uh, face awareness, and which is, I think, is key into putting because you have to hit your intended line. And it also depends, Cordy. It's like uh, we what we found through studies through Cassie Long Beach and I'll say Fullerton is that people putt differently at times. So people that like pistol grips normally have a strong index finger and thumb combination. And the longer the spread between the index finger and the the thumb, they don't like it if they putt that way. So that's why we came up with a square. If now you're putting with more of your palm section, where your palm controls the face direction then the rectangular shape is great and like with other people what they do is if they have a prayer grip where the two thumbs are really close together you rotate our rectangular grip 90 degrees and they love that feel because the two thumbs are together and it's a very big flat spot on top where both thumbs are pretty close together and it's just more comfortable for them so there's a lot of options on doing this and our square what some people also did was turn it also where the diamond shapes are on top and bottom so it's more of a diamond and it gives that point on top and where it's supposed not supposed to on the usj but ours is usj legal so you could actually turn it on its side so there's a lot of options in our shape and our weight system that it will just people just have to try it yeah absolutely i didn't change my grip really Uh, i just have a normal conventional kind of putter grip the only thing i did was i put my pointer finger like extended that down and it kind of feels like i can really get some good face awareness with that that's the only thing i've changed but have you seen people changing their grips much when putting it on there yeah some actually did and and it's just because i guess how the grip is situated in their hands a lot of people that uh turned it rotated the rectangular to 90 degrees like the fact that they have their 
index finger on the sides as well with their thumb. And it's just uh, their face awareness and their, their direction direction of their putt, their, where, where, how they take it back and how they take it into the ball changes with that. And some for the better, of course, and some for not, not they're not used to it. You know, some actually went to a claw, claw grip in that, in that sense. So it's really all preference, I feel, in putting. It's such an art form that it's, it's all about feel and uh, how people go about it. Talk to me about, you mentioned, uh, you know, the USJ legal thing. Talk to me about, you know, you went through everything, so it's all standard and, and conforming. Is that right? And everything goes through with this putter? Yes, it was a process, to yeah. say the least. So <laughs> their biggest thing was our vibration, the rubber bushings that we had. And I was so shocked, and that was what their concern was. That uh, What is that? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, we have the weights. If you look at the, our weights, it has those rubber bushings on the side. And what they did not want to happen was either it rattles through a tournament situation, per se, and it doesn't move at the same time. Our, our weight does not move. And, of course, with the set screw being onto the rod, the carbon fiber rod, of course, it depends on the people that tighten it. I go, I mean, how am I going to determine people tightening it tight if it, so it doesn't move? because they didn't want to move it during tournaments. And, you know, after back and forth deliberation, they agreed with the set screw that it's okay that the set screw's there. And they tested our rubber bushings, and it was just, uh, it actually passed finally after a few renditions of what we came up with. But, yes, uh, the ones that we are selling now are USGA-approved, and, and it conforms to the rules of golf. Nice. It's really interesting, I guess, maybe to, to end with, like, is there anyone in particular that you've seen get really good results from this? Like any kind of putter or, you know, any kind of style of, of person, you know, that this has worked best, best with, or has it just been pretty universal that you've seen, you know, that you've heard good results from? Or? Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty universal, I would say just, but it really does turn a bad putter into a better one, I would say, if like I was mentioning to another friend of mine that I've never met a guy that putts so bad. He was two putting, only two putting twice in a round. And the rest is like three putts. He was horrible. And once we put the, I experimented with his putter and put it on a putter of his. After that, it just improved his stroke because of the face awareness. He was so concerned about speed and everything, not, not knowing where the face was pointed. And after he figured out with the shape, trying to figure out, okay, you got to hit your intended line based on your hands and looking at with your eyes, his brain was fixing his stroke on through mid-swing. And it was just, it was just the funniest thing to see that his backswing was so bad, but then he would correct it because he, his brain knew where, where that face was pointed and actually hit his line sometimes. So he was such a bad putter that turned into a better putter and, I was just glad to see. I mean, good putters will appreciate this already, but bad putters will benefit the most because uh, they'll be into something where it's just, uh, it's a new thing for them and they're loving it. 
two big things for people that are interested in this. One is, you know, gain better face awareness. Because it's a rectangle, it's it's lined up with, you know, your face. You, use a, you have a, a kind of unique process with the level and whatnot, so you get that lined up real good. And then the second thing is the weighting. I, I think both are super interesting to me. I kind of, you know, personally, I've been using a, a chalk line for some feedback. Uh -huh. And then using that with this rectangle shape, you know, I don't know, there's something about that combo where you just really get a lot of awareness of what's going on with your path and your face, I feel like. And it's worked really good. I got to try your chalk line. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it just makes sense for me when I've been doing some practice on that. And so I, I've enjoyed this combo here for a little bit and it's, um, it's changed this, this putter that I put it on and, and I'm enjoying it. it. It's a, it's a cool product, man. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what's next? Do you have anything else that you're working on around this or? Yeah, well, right now we're on the PGA tour, so I'm excited for next season because, uh, there's a lot of guys liking it on tour. We started kind of late this year where it was uh, when we started this opening up our website and everything and the majors were coming and, you know, the majors and the season was pretty much set for people. So they're not going to tinker around too much with uh, with new products. And so at the end of the season, we have a tour rep that's out there that's uh, working his butt off. He's a he's a good he's a good dude. And uh, he. He's getting it into the hands of some people out there that's pretty, pretty exciting. And I can't mention names right now, but yes. The, uh, so I'm looking forward to this coming season, seeing how people are accepting it on tour. And we'll just have to see. What are what are the biggest feedback that you're hearing from, you know, from players or, or out on tour? They like the fact that, well, people that, that have pistol grips or or anything that they've been used to, their old ways, they're never really going to change. But what we find is people that are open to ideas like using uh, our biggest competitor uh, um, with a weight in the back as well, that doesn't move. Uh, but yes, those guys are liking our product. Just the fact that they could change it. I've talked with this uh, Japan tour fellow that said... He likes the product because they play in different green conditions over there, let's say in Japan. And if it's a slow, well, this is how he explained it to me. If it's a slower moving green, he moves the weight down towards the head. So he gets a little bit more, more same stroke, but different uh, distance in terms of uh, when he hits it. If it's a faster green, he puts it back and it just works out for him because you play constantly week after week, different speeds of greens so he doesn't want to adjust to too much to his uh stroke so he just moves that weight a little bit down and he said it's been helping him a lot nice, until he nice. got injured okay <laughs> there you go but yeah very cool very cool well hey man thank you so much for taking the time to to send it over a really interesting product to check out and hopefully some folks can check it out themselves give us the info website different options pricing things like that what what is that info for folks yeah, sure. Our website is sensegolfgrips.com. Of course, the, all the options are there to look at, but we have different types of options that you can do. You can buy the kit or you can buy the grip, but I always tell them to buy the kit. And if you don't like it, then just, uh, if you don't like the weighting system, then you have the grip. And But I would highly suggest to try the weighting system with it. It's $50 for the R1 which is a rectangular and 45 
for the square, which is the kit, and the grip alone is just $15 and $20 respectively. Other than that, it's pretty straightforward in terms of uh, our website. Awesome, man. I think it's something that people can obviously test out and play around with, you know, whether it's on their main putter or not. And, you know, it's inexpensive enough where it's it's kind of a no-brainer just to, to try it out and see if it's something that makes sense for you. Yeah, just to try it. Exactly. And hence our name, Sense. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love it, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, Cordy. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Golf Science Lab. I hope you enjoyed this new kind of segment. Appreciate it so much for you tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, whatever is most convenient to you and catch the pretty much weekly episodes besides some breaks that we take of the show. If you want to check out Sense Golf Grips and what Andrew talked about, that's Sense, S-E-N-S-E, golfgrips.com. The price seems reasonable to me for sure. I mean, $45, $50 for the whole thing, including the weights, and then $15 for just the grip itself. I think it's a, you know, a no-brainer for testing. I'm a big fan of let's just try stuff. Let's test different things out. There's no reason not to. So you know, if you've got a second putter hanging around, pick it up, throw it on there, see what you think. I have been impressed so far with it. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Cordy Walker. Follow me on Twitter at Cordy Walker. And this was edited, mixed, and produced by Just Hit Publish Productions. 